0: So, somebody sent me an email about the following question. Oh, it's a simple email, and I think it's a uh, a very important topic. But it's 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 not going to be radical. We spoke about emails that are radical. This is a simple email, which I just want to use as a way of sort of getting into the sujya, of what I want to discuss today. He sent an email like this, and he said that he has a fellow that he deals with, this is a guy who does okay. and um, this person smokes, smokes approximately ten cigarettes on Shabbos Kodesh. Now he asked me, and again, I want to be clear: I'm not, I am not paskening in any way, shape, or form for any individual or for any you know klal in general. This was a specific question by a specific person about a specific situation, right? Obviously, there were more details in the email which I'm not sharing, which are not negayah. But I, I just want to bring that as a springboard to what we're going to discuss. And he wanted to know like this. Is there any point in yes. asking the guy to refrain from one or two cigarettes on Shabbos? He's going to smoke. There is no shila, yes. But he's going to smoke less. It's like the okay? hamburgers. That's all. Oh, very good. So Chaim says it's like the hamburgers. What was that? Mm-hmm. A guy that eats, let's say, ten cheeseburgers every single day. And he wants to do tshuva. So he'll do only eight or five. Is that considered to be tshuva? So, it's Rabbi, say, I want to give you. an I want to give you. I want to give an idea. I want to give you an, an idea. Let me give you an idea. The pasuk says in parashas Vayeyra like this. The pasuk says al Norav, vayakumu beis yontes. That when Moshe, when Avram Avinu walked back from the Akedah Yitzchak, he was walking together with Yitzchak his son. Now we know Moti that he had just done the greatest act of Mesiris nevesh ever in Klal Yisrael. That act of Mesiris Nefesh was an act that we are living off the results ad ha hazeh. Right? Every Yom Kippur, we use the Akedas Yitzchak as a way of saying Rabbi Nishelolam. Remember, Akedas Yitzchak. Every Rosh Hashanah, we blow Dafqah, Zut G'mon Rosh Hashanah, to remind the Rabbi Nishelolam of the act of Mesiris Nefesh, that Avraham Avinu did, of the Akedas Yitzchak. So we all have credit, for the Akedas Yitzchak, Adayom It's amazing. Right? At the end of Akedas Yitzchak, Yudala, when Avraham Avinu is walking back with Yitzchok, the Possek says, V'yoshev Avraham El-Naru, V'yelchu Yachtov El-Be'eshava. What does Yachtov mean? It means they walk together, they, they were walking equal, on the same madrega, And what means like this, Mishim Pinkus, when he brings this down, says a beautiful idea. And he says that when Avraham Avinu returned from the Akedah, he was very upset. Why was he upset? Because he wanted so badly to fulfill the Rabboi commandment. The Rabboi Nishlanam told him, Kachas bincha, take your son, take your only son, take the son that you love, and offer him up on the mizbeach." And Avrom Avinu was desperate to fulfill the Shem's instructions, so much so, that Posek tells us by Yashke Mavron Baboike, he got up early in the morning to Makayim the Mitzvah with as early as possible. He could have waited until later in the day and chilled with his son a bit, shmoozed with his son a bit, spent time with his son, but no. If the Rabbanisham told him to do something, he desperately wanted to what the Rabbanisham wanted. And now the Rabbanisham had told him, stop. End. You're not offering up your son, you're not killing him. It's all over. You'll take the animal instead. You'll shack the animal as a carbon. And he walked back with his son. And we know that he found his sorrow. His wife to be nifted at the time. Because she had the news. Whatever. Zubb Shinshim Pingas, Avraham Avinu was upset. He was upset because he wanted a Mechaim. The Mitzvah of Hashem. And he wasn't able to do so. He felt like a failure. He felt like he failed. And the Rabbani says. Omar HaKadosh Boko, That's what you think. You think you failed? It was the greatest success. Why? Because you showed that you wanted to. You showed the Machshavah that you tried. Avraham Avinu showed everything he could to show the Rav that he wanted to do it. True, the told him stop. And that became the new Tzivoy. The new commandment was don't do it. But his trying was a success. And it's Yisrael Rabo said that I think at this time we have to understand. How many times do we try to do things and we're not successful? And we don't get to where we want to necessarily get to, and therefore we think we failed. And therefore we translate the fact that we didn't accomplish the goal, whatever that goal was, into a failure. And that's a problem, on two ways. And I'm going to say two, Mahalchem, that I think are very important for everybody to realize. First of all, Tshuva, like I said last night, we do not translate as repentance which is what it's normally translated as. We translate chuva as Lashon of Shov, which is to return. Returning to the means the closer we get, that's the success, we got closer. Even if we didn't reach Hashem, but we tried. Now, that's a baby Gisait. There are two things that I want to mention. Number one, very, very important idea is that when we try to do something, even if we fail, the Rabbani sees our trying. And as he sees the fact that we put in our best effort, that we tried, even if sometimes we don't succeed. But he sees that trying. For example, a guy says, he makes a decision, I want to get up for Shakhras. I'm going to do it. Tomorrow morning I'm setting an alarm, I'm going to get up for Shakhras. I need to be there. And for whatever reason, his alarm didn't go off, or it did go off, and he was exhausted, he didn't hear it, whatever it was. He works up in the morning, wakes up half an hour late, an hour late, whatever it may be. And, and, he, and he really beats himself up because of it. I failed. I failed. And he gets upset, he has a bad day, he's depressed. Now, first of all, that's a terrible thing to do. You're turning a bad moment into a bad day, and then often a bad day into the next day. A person should never allow himself to do that. Yes, you tried, and a Kaddish Baruch Hu sees that your kavon were that you wanted to do something. Mm-hmm. And He gives you sometimes the schar as if you did it as well. If you, Be'em has tried. The Mishnah then discusses it he only that as well. Whatever. Rav says that if you want to do something so badly the gives you a for it we have to realize we don't always succeed but the trying is worth something what do we say? Yogato Matsasa. we tried and then we found what's the Losh of Matsasa? Matsasa is you find something says the Vilna going finding something doesn't take effort because that comes from the Rabbanish learning. Oh, but the trying is the main thing that means that every single one of us have an obligation to try. Try to do tshuva, try to become a better person, try to get closer to the rabbi try to have kavon and davening, try to do the mitzvahs with a bit more simcha. Tachas ashe loyabaratos, Hashem alakech simcha. This week's parasha that we just had, parsha Kisovah, the Rambam, all the klollas come on a person because he wasn't serving the rabbi with simcha. We have to try. We have to try. And the Rabbani sees every effort that we make. And often when we don't succeed, we beat ourselves up because we, we failed. We didn't succeed. We didn't get to that goal. So what? Keep trying, keep pushing. That's what we're here to do. That's what on the world to do. Just to try, not to necessarily accomplish. We say that by the Siyam. When a person makes a Siyam. The Lashon of the Sim Is onu Amalim behema Amalim. We Amalim. And they are omel. Who are they? Stop, the goyim. Right? What does that mean? So the You listen to this, this is beautiful. When we are Omul, we get z'chah. When they're omel mati, they don't get z'chah. What does that mean? That means if you give a, a, a fabric, clothing, you give a cloth to a, a, a suit maker, and you say, could you do me a favor, could you make me a suit, please? You come back two weeks later at the time that he told you to come back, there's no suit ready. He I'm really sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't manage it. Can I have my money? Are you going to pay him? No way. You <laughs> didn't make my suit. If you didn't produce results, I'm not going to give you the money. So, <laughs> when it comes to us, when it comes to Torah and Yiddishkeit, even if we're omel and we don't actually get results, we still get scha. Cause it's the trying. It's the amelis. It's the effort that we put in. That's the ikah. That's number one that I want to mention. Okay. Yes, sometimes we fail. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't pick ourselves up and try again. And keep trying again and again and again. Number two. And I think this is perhaps a very important idea. And that is what I mentioned to you this morning. Which is to celebrate the small successes in life. And that's something that often we overlook. We look towards the big successes. We look towards the things that we feel are, we've made it, we succeeded. The small things often are like, all right, Beseda. You tell a boy, wow, you woke up a shakha. He's like, yes, yeah, very nice. But the mice, I didn't daven that much. One second, you woke up. That's beautiful. Okay, then maybe the next stage is you'll daven. Maybe the next stage you'll daven with Kavona as well. But that you got up, it's beautiful. We often don't celebrate the small successes. I mentioned to some of the owners this morning, <laughs> regarding some of the I'm not going to go into details now, but there are certain avas that a person has a yitz for. And sometimes, and I've dealt with many, many boys over the years with different Aveiras, and we go through this idea, and I really believe that it works. And that is like this. If a person has a Taiva for a specific Aveira, let's make it simple. Let's make it Lamaisa. A person, for example, has a Taiva to look at something on his phone or on a computer that he shouldn't be looking at. has a Taiva to press the buttons, and that, that, you know, that site will come up. He'll be able to do the Now He has a Taiva to do it. It's a very strong Taiva. It's really it's one of the strongest tivers and drives that the Rabbinic from created us with, and he created that with it for a purpose, purpose of continuing the world and everything else. But it's a tavor that's very very difficult to control, and guys get very depressed and down when they don't manage to succeed with that tavor. Now I get it; it's a, it's an avera, and we have to talk about it. Maybe we'll talk about it more a different time. But this is always the idea that I say, and it based, it's based on this thing, and that is celebrate the small successes, make yourself small tiny successes. In other words. Give yourself, you know what? I'm going to wait 10 minutes. I'm, I'm going to do it, but in 10 minutes. I'm going to do it in 10 minutes. And make yourself a 10 minute time that you're not going to, you're going to push yourself off. So a guy says, oh, but I did it in 10 minutes. I did the Avera, but you waited 10 minutes. The Chavetz Chaim says by Lashon Hora that if you stop yourself, even for a few moments, from speaking of Shino and when you've got that juicy gossip that you want to say, because you know the latest hack that's just happened, nobody else knows, and you you can kind of give a knack of and be like, how oh, yeah, do you know that? Wow, unbelievable, Hashanah, amazing, right? The light that you get is the light that no Malach can even comprehend, just for waiting a few moments. Can you imagine you want to do an Aver, and you stop yourself for 10 minutes, even if you do the Aver afterwards, that accomplishment of waiting 10 minutes is something that we don't understand. The reward of waiting for that 10 minutes is something incomprehensible. We don't understand it. It's so great. Now, it's more than that. Because if you manage, number one, it shows that you have some self-control, which is very important to have self-control in all areas, especially in these areas. And number two, success breeds success. If you celebrate the small wins, the small successes in life, you will be able to make them more and expand upon them and make them more often and even for longer. That means maybe tomorrow it will be 12 minutes. Maybe 15. Maybe eventually you'll get to 20 minutes, half an hour, maybe even a day. But you can only start when you start working on the small. And by the way, it's the same thing now. Everyone knows this time of year we're meant to be taking Kabbalahs up upon ourselves. It's the only way to show the them that next year we're going to be better than this year. What are we meant to take on? That's it. dabbling with Kabbalah. I'm benching. I'm going to be the greatest kid in the world. Doesn't work. Waste of time. Don't do it. As we all know, we take the smallest thing cut it in half and do that. Because that's the only way it's going to be sustainable. And that shows the Rabbani that we want to be better and we want to improve. And it's the small successes. Next time you're confronted with the eight with the Taiva, whatever it may be, give yourself five minutes. Five minutes. I, I can keep waiting five minutes. Okay, tell yourself. Uh, maybe I'll do that very after five minutes. But at least five minutes. I'm going to wait five minutes. And celebrate that success. Celebrate the success that you managed for five minutes to prolong doing the Aved. And that is an amazing success. Because that will eventually lead to six minutes, eight minutes, ten, twenty, thirty, and who knows, eventually a few days. But it has to start slow. And that's why I think the idea is, people have this idea that chuva means I have to be perfect. It's not true. It's not what the of wants from you. It's not what he expects from you. He knows how he created you. He knows your Yetzirah, he knows your drives, your tithes, and everything you have inside you. He created it. He knows it. And he also knows the effort that you could put in to try. So number one, Rabbi Yitzhak, effort. Right? Avraham Avinu was upset because he wanted to make him the mitzvah that Hashem told him and he felt like a failure and the Rabbi Shem said, no, this was the success. Sometimes the trying is enough. Even if we do fail, we have to celebrate it. To celebrate any win that we possibly have. Anything we can possibly take with us is an amazing accomplishment, okay? And that's something that we should remember, and that's why I told this fellow, and again, I'm not pascading, and it depends on every situation. If you can get a guy to smoke two less cigarettes, that is beautiful. That's the step in the right direction. He's on the right train. His train is going in the right direction. Right? You'd much rather be in a train that's going in the right direction, even if it's very far from the destination, than being in a train that's very close to your destination and going in the wrong direction. Person has to be very, very careful to make sure he's at least going in the right direction. And it's small and it takes time and it's slow and we don't always see the results and we always get, you know, impatient. Come on, Rabbi, I'm not seeing any results over here. Doesn't make a difference. Celebrate that every little step that you take is special and is so precious to the robot instrument. You have no idea. You have no idea every time you try and you stop yourself from looking at something you shouldn't, from saying something you shouldn't, from hearing something you shouldn't. You try just those few minutes. The Abunisham wants to give you, he does, but we don't necessarily feel it sometimes, the greatest hug you can ever get. Because he loves you and he says, look at, look at my dear child, he's trying. That's all that counts, that's all he cares about. I always say, take this, make the effort, even if you fail, you still tried. And make sure you celebrate the small successes in life as well.